0: Dance.
1: Dance. Okay, we've got a couple of firsts in the, the podcast history. We had to restart the podcast, and it's a special edition of the podcast. It's going to be a good one. Why did we have to restart it? Yeah, we won't get into
0: that. Nah, no need. <laughs> no need to get into that. That's when we We're just a- happy to, to uh, be on the front page of FoxSports.com. And, Thanks, guys.
1: And where else are we? YouTube? Uh, MLB yep. on Fox. We're on the Erotic and Writer iTunes page. We're on the ro- No. <laughs> no,
0: nope. we're not there. Not there. Okay. Not there.
1: We're on the J and Dan podcast page.
0: Yes! We did it. We've, We've made it. We did it, guys. Thanks
1: so, for uh, checking us out. So um, the, this probably popped up if you're a subscriber in your inbox. You're like, what? what's going on? These guys yeah. got nuts? Well, it's our All-Star Game edition.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we wanted to have uh, Joe Buck on the podcast on Tuesday. Just scheduling conflicts. Didn't work out. We're going to have Joe on today. He is uh, calling the game. It's going to be fantastic. And we'll go to wait. Joe
1: on the line right now. Joe! Ah, okay. It's all right. We'll get to Joe in just a He's second. He's probably enjoying some lasagna at his restaurant, Joe
0: Buck's. What would you call a restaurant if you were opening up a restaurant? Um,
1: warm Beer Ugly Women.
0: Jeez. That seems like
1: our. Because you you see no that one sign, would go to. you see that sign, you're like I'm going in. Or no, nice shirt, Chachi. That's better. That's a better one. And could it be there be a picture of Scott Baio on the the cat. on the sign. But it's just uh to, to those guys who. Go ahead and get their Saturday Nighter shirts, and that's the only night they wear it. Hey, nice shirt, Chachi.
0: So if we're we're on a di- sort of a different stream here, like we've we promoted this on on FoxSports.com and MLB on Fox, and maybe uh, some of you who haven't heard our podcast before, maybe we can give them just a bit of a synopsis of what we usually do.
1: And really, not a lot. We just sit here and chat.
0: Just chat. Just hang out and chat. I'm Dan. He's Jay. Hi guys, great to have you along. We're co-hosts of the uh, Fox Sports Live uh, Highlight Show on Fox Sports One each and every night.
1: Uh, Patrick's over here. If anyone, uh, if anything screws up on the podcast, blame him. Hi. great. And then uh, that's Mike over there. Mike over there. Uh, <laughs> Engineer Jim is usually sitting in this seat, but that's Jay. That's Jay. Uh, and Vader's uh, another, on that camera. And Vader's on this camera.
0: Jay, there's. you, you have anything you don't want to talk? Okay. because yeah, I have a mic? Okay. Well, that's gonna. So it's gonna be. Well, Dan, your wallet, <laughs> and keys are on the floor here. You just. Uh, you want me to take that money and open up uh, warm beer, ugly Oh, women?
1: so other, So regular subscribers are gonna wonder where is the barbecue chips for Mike? I didn't know we were doing a full podcast today. Oh, for three. Yeah, but you knew we were nope, doing an but interview. but It would make no sense if I presented them during the Joe Buck. It was supposed to be an insert into the other podcast. buy a,
0: a bag of barbecue chips <laughs> and just keep them in your office? <laughs> They're sitting at home. They're not. That's a (laughs) lie. There's no. I don't. I don't buy that. (laughs) He got me. No, got me. (laughs) Trust me. Oh, it's terrific. Anyway, we're thrilled if we uh, have some new listeners or or viewers. We're thrilled that you guys are along for the ride. We have a great time every week. We hope you uh, subscribe. Subscribe on iTunes. I
1: can't wait to go to Minnesota for the All Star Game. Mm -hmm. What's that? Oh, we aren't going. Can we get the crickets again? We aren't. We aren't
0: going. Uh, so what happened? We were supposed to go uh, to the All-Star Game, and then at the last minute it was decided that America's pregame would go instead. That's uh, the awesome show uh, at 6 o'clock Eastern time with yeah. Mike Hill and Molly McGrath.
1: Well, what I, what I uh, understood was they said, Guys, if you don't go, we <laughs> spend $0 on sending you. If you go, well... That's going to cost about $5 million. Yeah, about $5 million. I don't know lot. where they were planning on putting us, how they were flying us there, what they were feeding us, but it was going to cost a lot of money. Yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, this is what I love about Fox as a company. They
0: go big or they don't go at all. They don't just send two people, right? They send 50 people. I like that. I want to work for a company that sends that many people. Uh, Mike, you have an update? Five, five minutes, minutes until Joe. Joe Buck. Just okay. getting out of a meeting. Oh, okay. Can't wait, though. What's this meeting about? So we say that we're going to do an interview with you (laughs) at four fifteen, and now it is four twenty two. You know, it's okay, Fashion me
1: late, but that's not how we operate. We are on time all the time. That's right. You know what else is going to be on time? The mem, the baseball all star game, Fox.
0: (laughs) It's going to (laughs) be starting on time. It's the mem, seven thirty Eastern time.
1: Four thirty percent. July fifteenth from the Twin Tuesday. Cities. Yeah,
0: yeah, the home of Prince and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. And, and Prince, uh, Prince, from what I understand,
1: will be singing the national anthem. Is that so true? make sure you turn into tune into Fox. Is that true? No. Tune into Fox. Oh. You never yes. know. Yes. Tune yes. into show. Fox. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Prince, he's singing the anthem.
1: Uh, I, <laughs> cool I'm thing. guessing Played the it. anthem for the All Star Game. Will it be a current recording artist or is it going to be like a reject from America's Idol?
0: I'll, uh, it's American Idol. And I <laughs> almost.
1: <laughs> America's Idol.
0: Tuesdays on Fox.
1: Followed by Fam Guy.
0: Fam Guy. <laughs> it's Adina Menzel. Right.
1: Oh, what? your
0: favorite. Frozen? Oh, there you go. From Frozen. Frozen nice. Wow. Idella Dazim, as John Travolta calls her. <laughs> Or identizem or something like that. Dan O'Tooley. yes, <laughs> Dan, Dan O'Tooley. That's Dan. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So 7:30 this Tuesday, All Star Game. Can't wait. Um. I'm gonna be watching, and we'll it, be working in L.A. We'll be in studio in L.A. It'll be great.
1: Regular subscribers to the podcast. Our last podcast, we told you to tweet WestJet. Boy, are you guys ever? Mm. You guys are sending a lot of WestJet tweets their way. You better they, explain that. Uh, because uh, WestJet an airline in Canada found my passport returned it to me they were uh, unbelievable met me at the gates said, here you go so uh, WestJet uh, responded say they they like us they didn't say anything about a commercial though
0: oh okay well I still think they should uh, they should bring you on board I think it's a great story no uh, meanwhile our our uh, listener Patrick Gallagher at real Patrick G um, I made a request to him. He said, uh, guys, I'm free all summer. Uh, I'll do anything. I'll do anything uh, for the podcast. I'll do whatever you guys want. I said, take your <laughs> in your boss's office. Right now.
1: And uh, he did that. What? He took in his boss's office and... First off, does he have a toilet in there or did he just take it on the desk? No, I
0: asked him to just take it in the office. Just in the... in the. In, should I not be talking about this? Oh, no, by all means. Oh, okay. I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about I'm a, on this. I'm, this I'm, is just like watching safe... Jay, I'm watching Jay's
1: reaction. <laughs> is this the PG version of the Jay podcast? Jay is like, what have I got myself? Sa- what have I wandered into?
0: <laughs> sorry, Jay. I'm sorry you had to come in here. Come on, it will be fun. No, so he said, uh, he sent us, I'd like you, if you could, all our listeners to follow him, at RealPatrickG and just tell him that, you know, he, he did a wonderful thing here because he said, <laughs> as promised, I left a gift for the boss. Here's a POV shot mid squat. If you follow us at, at Jay and Dan Podcast, we'll send this picture out. It says hashtag mission accomplished, hashtag office turd.
1: <laughs> and he took a picture He took of a him.
0: in his boss's office.
1: God, I love that kid. Uh, and the newest inductee in the Canadian Wall of Fame, the Corner Gas Crew. There it is, oh, guys. Look oh, what, at what that. a good
0: bunch of people. And again, if you're new to the podcast, this is a Canadian sitcom that was very popular. Went off the air in 2009, not because it wasn't popular anymore. They just decided to end it on a high note. And now, uh, five years later, they are going to do a movie. And Dan and I were lucky enough to be in it. So here they are, the cast of Corner Gas, including Brent Butt, the star. The
1: final episode of Corner Gas got 3 million viewers in Canada. That's a big number.
0: That's a huge number. For a sitcom. (laughs) We kill for that on Fox Sports Live. (laughs) And we're in America.
1: (laughs) Good old America Idol. Love that show.
0: I'm actually shocked they aren't going with like the winner of American
1: Idol. Quick, three judges on American Idol right now.
0: Okay, it is uh, Harry Connick Jr. Correct. I forgot. It is Jennifer Lopez. She came back. And then it is Keith Urban. I I he's still around. Yeah, nailed it. Remember when um, David Hill, the president of Fox Sports? No, that's Eric Shanks. Who's what is David Hill's title now? He's
1: the head of Fox.
0: Head of Fox. Head of all Fox. He's like a
1: big, big wig, David Hill.
0: And he was in charge of America's Idol this past year, and he told us that he was getting <laughs> Dr. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Luke was... You call? Was, he said, he he said, said America's, America's Idol. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm doing on purpose that. So, Dr. Luke, I didn't even know who that was, but he's it? some sort of producer, like he's... Um, He's a big producer guy, right, Patrick? He's like a big Dr. Yeah. Luke. It sounds right. Yeah, he's like a hit maker. I think he did hits for Britney Spears and, oh. and boy bands and stuff. Hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah, stuff like that, yeah. And so, uh, but anyway, in the last minute, he had to pull out. And uh, that's what she said. <laughs> and uh, they got Harry Connick Jr. But Tulsi, that's like your favorite musical uh, artist, is yeah.
1: it? As I've discussed before, first CD I ever bought was When Harry Met Sally. Just a fantastic... Uh, Music. That
0: was the first CD you bought, the yes. soundtrack to When Harry Met yeah. Sally?
1: You don't have to be lonely! lonely. Farmersonly.com. Is that. That's not normal. <laughs> yes, it is. That's not
0: a normal first CD it to is. buy. I'm
1: just a pig farmer from Peterborough. To buy the soundtrack
0: to When Harry Met Sally? That is a very strange first <laughs> CD. To how to how old you? Yeah, how old were you? How old were you? Oh,
1: uh, when. Did, Probably like 15 or 16. What?
0: Hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you hadn't purchased any music in your life to no, 15 I'd, I'd or 16? No, purchase, I
1: purchased music. That was the first CD. The first? Like I got like bought cassettes oh, and compact 45s. 40, 40 okay. No, and they didn't come out till like I was in uh, past 10 <laughs> at least, I think. Does that okay. count as well, a check, part check of a mangled child? Check when Harry Metzali came out. Oh, right. Right. I just
0: checked on David Hill uh, according to the internal uh, Outlook. He's the senior executive VP of News Corp. Oh, okay, big that's big time. Like our parent company, basically. Yeah. yeah. Nineteen eighty nine. The big show. Nineteen eighty nine. That makes sense. Yeah. Eighty eight, eighty nine is uh, when I started. Yeah, I
1: was uh, I was fourteen there. Yeah, that was close. Yeah, but when Harry Met Sally yeah.
0: soundtrack, how did you did you even? Like, did you go in a disguise to the, to the record store? Just put on Groucho Marx glasses?
1: What? We got Buck on the Joe line. Buck? Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Joe, you there?
2: That was way more enjoyable than anything I can bring. I yeah.
0: <laughs> How are you, my friend?
1: What's going on? Well, Joe, you well, wouldn't I am
2: current. Jay's I'm mad currently at me. sitting here. Wait, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you'll you'll get used to this As you try to formulate a thought Dan will interrupt you I was either. just
1: going to tell you Jay, Jay's mad at me Because I said my first CD I ever bought Was When Harry Met Sally soundtrack By Harry Conk Joe, King. I'm not
0: mad at him I'm just saying That's a very unusual and strange First CD to purchase in your life The soundtrack to When Harry Met Sally
2: Unless you're a yeah, year old girl Yeah, what specifically on that soundtrack Caught your attention?
1: It had to
2: be you that's the wow. first
1: time that song ever appeared yes. on a soundtrack. Now he,
0: he, he wrote, he wrote. Performed. Yeah, I think, I
2: think Billy Crystal wrote and, and sang that.
1: Anyway,
0: sorry. Uh, Joe, where are you right now? Are you in St. Louis?
2: No, I'm in Bloomington, Indiana, home of Indiana University, as I am uh, enjoying two days of freshman orientation with my 18-year-old daughter. This
0: is crazy. I had no idea that you had an 18 18- Is that your oldest child,
2: Joe? I had no idea until about three <laughs> weeks ago, and now here I am. That's the way it all. Oh uh, yeah, works. this this better be my oldest. Uh, yeah, eighteen. I got I got started early. I got married the first time around when I was uh, twenty three, and I oh. think doing the math, I was twenty seven when I uh, when we had our first. So here I sit doing something that I thought would never happen, and uh, I went to Indiana. She's following in my footsteps and clearly wanting to be an Ivy Leaguer like I was. That
0: is fantastic,
2: How's
1: the campus? Is it wowing you? Did they pull out all the stops?
2: Uh, Well, it's a lot better than when I was here in the late 80s when you were falling in love with Meg Ryan and or Billy Crystal (laughs) uh, buying your first CD. I was at Indiana in 1987, and... uh, it's a lot better. It's a lot nicer. We didn't have orientation. I just kind of got dumped here, and I went from a little preppy boys' school in St. Louis to being a Social Security number with a campus of 40,000 people, and, and it was like, where the hell am I? But uh, it, this orientation thing's good. It, it kind of It's a nice little transition from bubble world into kind of sort of fend for your own real life at a university.
0: Dan has daughters. Joe, uh, is, a lot of apprehension dropping her daughter off at college. She's off into the real world now. This is a scary thing.
1: Yeah, it's terrifying me already just thinking about that.
2: Yeah, but you kind of get you get uh, conditioned for this with the last couple of years of high school. I mean, <laughs> right, her right. social scene is Kardashian esque. So right. it's uh, you know we're we're constantly figuring out where she is, and, and it's the point now where she just tells us where she's going, and, and we just kind of have to go along with it.
0: Just spitballing here, Joe, an idea. The box reality show, Fox Sports 1. They follow you, uh, your second wife, uh, your children, uh, maybe Harold Reynolds, uh, maybe Verducci, <laughs> they ho-
2: the yeah. whole crew,
0: right? they just cameras like all the time. This is,
2: I like where this is going. <laughs> right, right. As long as Verducci and Reynolds are a part of it, um, <laughs> Then, then I'm in it I'm, I'll do it but if not then I have no interest
0: how is that going Joe because you, uh, you worked with McCarver for so long and it's like you get used to, it's like me and O'Toole I mean I'm practically married to the guy now it's embarrassing and now you work with two new guys how has that adjustment
2: been for you it's It's gone really well. I mean, I would suggest it for either one of you two Arling? I would uh, <laughs> it off as soon as you can <laughs> it's it's been uh it's been a lot better than I thought it would be it's been a lot easier than I thought it would be only because of what you said. you know I could read Tim's mind. I knew what was coming out of his mouth before he did, which uh you know is frightening in many ways. but uh, I now I'm to the point where... I'm walking into the booth with a huge smile on my face, and maybe most importantly, walking out of the booth with a huge smile on my face. Our chemistry, I think, has happened quickly, and, you know, Harold's kind of a wild card. I'll do the play-by-play, and and I'll have fun every once in a while, not as much as I would like to. Verducci is very straight-laced and very well-prepared and very numbers-oriented and looks at the game uniquely, and and really looks at the game like an ex-player, although he's... He's only at a collegiate level, but Harold is kind of the guy that'll just throw something out there, and it can be brilliant, it can be insane, he can laugh at himself, he can be serious, he loves the game, and so I think because everybody's got kind of a different viewpoint, three guys works, and it's been fun. So I I can't wait to do the All-Star game, which is the hardest game we do and will do all year. Just because now we got three voices, you've got a story about everybody walking onto the field, including the bat boy. Sometimes, so it it gets a little hectic.
1: So, what number of All Star Game this is for you, Colin?
2: Um, I'm not sure. I, it's, it's somewhere in the the mid teens, like fifteen or sixteen, somewhere wow. in there.
1: Do you have a favorite out of the bunch?
2: Yeah, I think the most the most interesting um, and the most emotional, uh, was the Ted Williams one in 1999. You know, when we're at Fenway Park, first of all, anything at Fenway Park is great. But when you do an all-star game there, Pedro Martinez is starting the game for the American League, representing Boston. And it was Ted Williams' big return to Fenway Park. And he took his cap off and saluted the fans. And uh, just the trip around the warning track was, I had a producer yelling in my ear to talk, and I couldn't spit anything out. I was was choked up. And then when he had that moment if you remember between the mound and the plate and the players gathered around him and he was so excited to talk to these guys. Tony Gwynn, the late Tony Gwynn was there. Mark McGuire, he was talking to McGuire about do you ever smell smoke when you foul a ball back off your bat? Um, It just was so genuine and so cool that uh, baseball and Fox and everybody's been trying to recreate that moment ever since and it just hasn't happened. Then Pedro goes out there and strikes out five of the first six guys he faced. I don't think we talked the first two innings. and It's probably the best I've ever been because I didn't talk.
0: Uh, you, uh, <laughs> you, uh, you and Greg Norman uh, did some great stuff for us on Fox Sports Live uh, throughout the U.S. Open, and you guys will be broadcasting the U.S. Open for Fox starting in 2015. Uh, just talk a little bit about that experience. I thought it looked great. Other than the fact that I felt the chairs were a little too low, Joe, <laughs> and were. various times we could yeah. see glimpses of your inner thigh, and it was disturbing.
2: <laughs> that was weird. I felt like I was inches away from licking my kneecaps. It was—they uh, was, were bad chairs. But uh, <laughs> you know, in Finehurst, North Carolina, and my kneecaps don't taste bad, so I just kind of went with it. It was—it uh, was—it was eye-opening, to be honest with you. Um, Greg's never done TV that way. He's been on a million times, but he's always been on as somebody being interviewed and talking about his round or how the course is playing. And now he's the main analyst as we go forward and we do the U.S. Open next year. And I'll be talking about this ad nauseum until we do it. And for me, you know, it's very different. I don't cover any other event where, We did this out of the back of a trailer when we were actually doing mock play-by-play of golf tournament, but you're not looking at all the competitors, and you're starting with over 150 guys. Everybody's got a story, and you're basically looking, when we're really doing it, at a sliver of the real estate, and everything else is going on all around you, but you're not really watching it. So it's kind of a, it's a dance, and it's a, it's a, exercise in being able to get information in your ear, get cards handed to you, and make it seem like you're at the 7th hole. Make it seem like you're at the 14th hole when you're not. You're just basically doing it off TV and reading off the scoreboard and trying to find the story there. It, it's going to require a, a lot of work and uh, I'm up for it and he's up for it. We can't wait to do it but we got a long way to go.
1: Uh, does Greg Norman just smell like money?
2: <laughs> What's... He does. He, yes. he sm- I Uh, he he smells like uh i think english leather um (laughs) even though he's australian he's just got a nice uh a nice aroma about him he's just (laughs) successful you know they're they're just certain guys aikman's like this it's like are there 30 hours in your day how do you accomplish all that you accomplish i can barely get out of bed in the morning (laughs) and i'm forcing myself to read stuff and these guys are just, they have businesses going, he's got wine, he's got apparel, he's opening golf courses, he's got a jet, he's got, I mean, he's just, he is the world's most interesting man. He's like the Dos Equis guy, only played golf. I, when I first met him on the phone, he said, uh, I'll give you, I'll, I'll ring you tomorrow, I'm not going to do a bad Australian accent, I'll call you at 5 o'clock Eastern because I'm scuba diving off the Bahamas uh, until then. I was like, okay, well there's something nobody's ever said to me before, <laughs> Uh, and now we're going to be partners, and he's just a good guy. And we played golf two days when we were there, and that's intimidating enough. And wow. then the fact that he's in better shape than I am, and you know, still looks like he did in 1983, is mind blowing. But but that's him.
1: Joe, give yourself some credit. You got Joe Buck's restaurant.
2: Well, I do, and uh, if you want nice smoked meat, that's your spot in St. Louis. So right? that's
1: the go-to, That's your go-to item on the menu,
2: smoked meat. Yeah, it's a, it's a good kind of smoker place that, uh, you know, barbecue. They, everybody says Kansas City. I'll put St. Louis' is up against it, and this is good St. Louis barbecue. So there you go.
0: And so many athletes have opened restaurants and bars, Joe, and, and it's been a debacle uh, and and yet this is thriving. What like what's your secret? How have you made this a successful business for
2: yourself? I don't ever go in there. That makes sense. <laughs> you see, that makes um, so much sense. No, I, I, I think that, that that's what happens. Is guys just they lend their name and they're they're in business with bad restaurant tours and they're they they people that sign bad leases or don't really know how to run a restaurant. They're more starstruck by the athlete and then the athlete that never show up. And it's just got their name and some jerseys on the wall, and that—that's just—it's a brutal business. It's hard to make money in, and, and we're barely scraping by. It's—it's it's not easy.
0: Uh, Joe, I—I I got permission to ask you this uh, from our agent, a guy you know well, Jordan Bajant, uh who's also yeah. yeah Troy's agent, and then he did some work with you as well for a long time. Sure. And I was wondering if you just give us. Just maybe a, a Jordan Bajon story, uh, maybe sum the guy up, because we talk about him on the podcast all the time. He's a real snake oil salesman. We're, we're yeah, constantly paying him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> any thoughts on Jordan, our agent, super agent of the stars? Well,
2: the fact that before one of our football games in New York, he was in and around his estate, wherever that is in the New York area, was in some 50-mile bike ride, and then came to the booth without a limp, the next day, and he doesn't ride a bike. Tells me that he's flat out liar. He said he was not juicer. riding a bike. No there was chance. No bike I've
1: seen that guy. He would break the bike.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I I I love Jordan. Jordan's great, um, but I, I just I can't believe he actually rode a bike.
1: Uh, so I can't wait to um, uh, talk in detail with you uh, off the podcast about uh, Jay and I opening our own chain of restaurants in Canada. On right, no tools. It's going to be bring your own food and bring your own drinks. So essentially, no, we'll just I like
2: the I like the idea that we'll just rent a room works. out
1: that you can bring your own stuff to.
2: Sound That's good? Good. I, kind of like in a park area. Or
1: something. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It'll just be a
0: tent <laughs> show. <laughs> Just a series I like of that. Tents. low
2: overhead, and uh, <laughs> you know, there's another place you don't have to show up. Perfect.
0: <laughs> um, Minnesota. Uh, is there a go-to spot that you like to that you like to go to when you go there, whether you're well, coming in to Minnesota? Well,
2: my or... uh, my wife, her whole family's from there, oh, so nice. I am going to be uh, on display on Sunday night when I get in with the new in-laws, and then uh, scrounging for tickets outside the stadium for people I haven't met yet and then uh there's a nice restaurant there called seven it's a steak house in the bottom floor the ground floor and then sushi above it that's where aikman and i go when we do vikings games and uh and and that's kind of a go-to spot
1: so here so when you meet the in-laws just look them both in the eyes and say you don't like me i don't like you let's just move on okay
2: right you didn't pick me, I didn't pick you, get over
1: it. Uh, okay, we're uh, going to be listening for you at the All-Star Game, and uh, it's uh, Tuesday on Fox. Uh, we can't wait, Joe.
2: Yeah, it'll be fun. We'll, we'll have a good time with it. Thanks. Thanks for having me on.
1: Joe, is a That's uh, Joe Bach, uh, the, the voice of sports on uh, Fox Sports. What a guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Unreal guy. Totally right about Jordan Bejant, by the way. He <laughs> can't ride a bike? No, there's no way that guy <laughs> was, rode a 50-mile bike ride. Fifty miles. All right, we're see done. Lance Armstrong, pre-steroid. By the way,
1: uh, Jay consumes a uh, club soda.
0: It's good for the good for the stomach.
1: I'm not a big fan of
0: the club soda. Yeah, it's nice. It's refreshing. Uh, you burp. You just constantly burp. <laughs> but it it's there's no flavor. Yeah, it's like it's sparkling water. It's like Perrier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's the show. So if you're new. That's as good as it gets. Hey, we got on <laughs> someone's website. Yep, <laughs> they Hey, Fox Sports, thanks a lot. Thanks for f- finally putting us on the front page. Sorry, we aren't wearing bikinis and we can't be yeah. on the front page. Sorry, on the we're not Jimmy Traynor and we don't talk about the 10 greatest sports episodes in Seinfeld history. Sorry, we aren't the buzzer. Sorry, we're not Mila Kunis, who is Foxy today. <laughs> oh sorry we're not katie nolan oh i'm doing a show from my closet
1: katie nolan (laughs) i I think this is going well thanks fox.com what is it thanks to
0: foxsports.com
1: yeah
2: foxsports.com elvis has just left the building they're going home